Will the Los Angeles Rams or the New Orleans Saints make noise in the NFC playoffs? We're going to talk about that on a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. Let's roll. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in to a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Tyler Rowland, local expert for the Locked On Titans Podcast, here with my co-host, Alex Clancy, local expert from the Locked On Cardinals Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use the code locked on NFL, all lowercase, for a first deposit match up to $100. It's crossover Thursday here on the Locked On Podcast Network. So make sure that you go to your favorite team's crossover episode and get some behind enemy lines information. But as for today's Locked On NFL podcast, we got to talk about this big Thursday night football matchup in the NFC between the Los Angeles Rams and the New Orleans Saints. Will either team make noise in the playoffs? We'll discuss also our updated Super Bowl predictions. And Alex has got a little bit of a theory about who it could be. So excited to hear that. And then, of course, the best games of the week. Football's going fast. We'll talk about some of the best matchups we have this weekend. Thank you for making Locked On NFL your first listen each and every day. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. But with that being said, Alex, Thursday night football, and I know these may not be the flashiest teams. These may not be the big-time teams at the top of the standings, but this is an important battle for playoff position in the NFC, we have the 7-7 seven and seven New Orleans Saints going on the road to Los Angeles against the 7-7 seven and seven Los Angeles Rams. Now, the Rams, obviously, are not going to catch the San Francisco 49ers for that division, but they're in the heat of things in the wildcard race right now. They're the 7 seed in the NFC behind uh, the Minnesota Vikings and the Philadelphia Eagles. Looks like the Eagles or the Cowboys are obviously going to steal one of those spots. So the Rams are right in their battle. And then the Saints, they're tied at the top of the NFC South at 7-7 seven and seven with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But they could also be in the wild card chase if they don't get the division. And maybe we see two NFC South teams in there. So, Alex, I guess my question is, if the Rams and the Saints get in, which one do you think has a better chance of making some noise in the playoffs and maybe pulling an upset? Rams. Um, I said when we first started talking about our, uh, our uh, MVP odds and stuff, like, I don't know, six weeks ago or whatever, we did right. mid-season, right. or I think it was maybe a little bit past that. Um, the name I brought up as a dark horse is Matthew Stafford. Now, he's not going to win the MVP at this point, but mm-hmm. I see them as a better and much more functional version of Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, where yeah. they've done it before. Uh, Sean Payton or uh, Sean McVay would never deep pants Russell Wilson verbally in front of everybody. Sean McVay is an adult. Matthew Stafford has won a Super Bowl at this point. Cooper Cup, when healthy, is still pound for pound the best receiver in the league. Like I don't care. You know, take Justin Jefferson. That's why I, I don't care. I'll take Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford. I would take or others, whoever's throwing the ball and Justin Jefferson. Um, yeah. And it's them because you don't need to be dominant on both sides of the ball at this point of the year. You need to have one side that you trust. And that offense now is trustworthy. The offensive line is healthier. It had, it's not what it was with, with big wit over there and, and note boom as a younger guy. This is Kyron Williams, 
this is Cooper Cup, rinse and repeat. What did what did uh what did Denzel Washington say? And remember the Titans? It's like Novocaine. Do it seven plays, and it's gonna work. And that's what they do. And if he gets 15 targets a game, Pukunuku gets 10, and Kyron Williams touches the ball 25 times, they could make a run a lot longer and a lot deeper in the playoffs than people thought initially, or at least you know five or six weeks into the season. You know, it's funny because the question, the way it's posed, I think you have to say Rams. I think they have a better chance of maybe getting hot here at the end of the year. There's, I think if the Rams do get like a seven seed and they play against the winner of the NFC South, that could be a game that's very winnable for them. Then you go on the road, you take on San Francisco, and while San Francisco looks like a juggernaut, you know division games can be wonky. You know, when you play a division opponent, and McVay has been playing against Shanahan for a long time, and obviously I think that that that's the right answer. But I want to just say this. I think for if you had to had to say who could win one playoff game, like who who would you bet could just get one win in the playoffs, maybe not make a deep run, but which team do I think has a better chance of getting one win? I honestly think it's the Saints because the Saints, they could lose this week to Los Angeles. Tampa Bay is playing Jacksonville. And while Jacksonville's banged up and not playing their best football, I think Jacksonville certainly could win that game. And then the Saints and the Bucks are both seven and eight, and they're both there. I think that there's a chance that the Saints could have a home game against, say, the Rams, against, you know, maybe the Vikings. A team like that. Maybe the Seahawks get in. And you're telling me the Saints at home in New Orleans in a playoff game against one of those teams? I think having that home game possibility that Los Angeles doesn't have because they're obviously not going to have a chance to win their division. I think that does give New Orleans maybe a slight edge to win one game, which I think is more realistic than either of these teams making a run, quite honestly, is maybe one of them sneaking in and getting one. But uh, overall, I do agree with you that as for a deep run, I think I think the Rams have the coaching that could give them a, a, a an ability to maybe win a couple of games well, in the playoff and surprise some people. Yeah, and the, and the quarterback play. I mean, if you put them head to head with the Saints and Rams, you're taking right. the head coach, right. taking the quarterback, and I think and the number yeah. one wide receiver yeah. and the best defensive player. And are you the Olave is pretty good? I'm just saying, Cooper Cup's had a down year, but the combination of Chris Olave and whoever else with Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup, I still give that edge. And Aaron Donald, like them playing the hits is still good in a vacuum for like seven games this year if they make a run. I'm not saying they will. I'm I'm definitely not saying they will. But nobody wants to play like, and it'll be interesting, San Francisco travels to LA in week 18 to play the Rams. So that could be a a playoff preview. Like who knows? The 49ers with the way the Eagles have been playing, they could have shorn up the number one seat at that point and just sit everybody in week 18. Exactly. That gives them. So right now on FanDuel, the Rams are minus four-and-a-half-point favorites. I think that's a little rich, but I do think the Rams are are better. They are at home, yeah, but, you know, it's an L.A. home game. You know how that is. So I'm just saying I I agree with you that the Rams are the more talented team that could make a better run if they get hot, but I think also that the Saints have a better chance of getting that that home home opportunity, which – they could get a win that way against a you know a mixed bag in the middle oh. of the NFC South. But who do you think is going to win tonight, though? Yeah, I think it's going to be the Rams. And I don't know if the four and a half, that's fine. I mean, I know that like the lines right. have shrunk. Like odds makers say that it's no longer minus three, that no longer giving three points as a, or getting th- giving three points as a home team. It's less now because teams yeah, are winning are more on the road. Um, yeah. But listen, it's stopping Cooper Cup is one thing. Puka Nakua has shown that he is a bona fide wide receiver in this league. This is the Tyler Higby time of right. year 
where he comes out of the woodwork. Kyron Williams, again, the dude is an absolute – if he can hold out of the ball, he can touch the ball 25 times a game, 150 all-purpose yards, touchdown, two touchdowns. Like Matthew Stafford becomes a wizard this time of year. And I think that while the Saints may have a higher – very – very marginally higher floor because one to 53, they're probably more talented. The ceiling is through the roof with the Rams compared to the Saints. The Saints have a very low ceiling with their offense. That's a very, very good way to put it, Alex, going through those two teams. That's a great great way to put uh, a mark, a period on the conversation. Should be a good football game tonight, though. These are one of these games where, like Alex has been saying for a few weeks, I'm going to remind you, these may not be the most exciting, great teams to watch all the time, but appreciate football while it's here because it's going fast, ladies and gentlemen. And with that being said and being so close to the end of the season, it's time for some Super Bowl predictions. We're going to get into that in just a moment. Do want to thank you guys again for making Locked On NFL your first listen each and every day. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Look, as the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel right now. New customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any Winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action. Like I just said, the NFL season, the regular season, is going fast. So it's a great time to get in on the action. They have spreads, player props, over-unders. I love the single-game parlays on FanDuel, and you get these single-game parlay boosts that can help you win more. Visit FanDuel. Dot com slash locked on that's l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n and get in on the action this nfl season fanduel official partner of the nfl All right, football fans we're going to continue this thursday edition of the locked on nfl podcast Talked about the Thursday night football matchup between the Rams and the Saints, but now it's time for some Super Bowl predictions. Do want to remind you, though, at the end of the show, we are going to be talking about the best games of Week 16. So looking at the canvas right now, there are a few Super Bowl contenders on either side. Now, there are some obvious favorites as well. I don't know that there's necessarily an obvious favorite in the AFC, but in the NFC, obviously there is, but... Where we stand right now, and Alex, I have to be honest, I think I think I did say, I think my Super Bowl prediction all year has been the Eagles and the Ravens. I think that's been my Super Bowl prediction, I do believe. Uh, that's what I have written down over here. And that doesn't look terrible right now, I'm happy to say, but it also looks a little shaky with the Eagles on a losing streak. So do you remember what your initial prediction was and, and how does that kind of lead you to what your prediction might be right now? I think I might have picked... Well, this was predicated upon Brock Purdy not being the guy before the season started. I think I picked Seattle and the Chiefs um, because it's Patrick Mahomes until it isn't. Um, even, even regardless of what they're going through now, uh, if Kadarius Coney could catch a ball, maybe it'd be a little bit different there. <laughs> Line up right, you um, know, little things. Yeah, I mean, Travis Kelsey got older real quick. Um, very That's swiftly. the price of the contract for pa- Patrick Mahomes, though, right? That's the, They're paying the price of yeah. – they're trying to find cheap talent at different spots because they have such 
you know, big contracts with not only him, but Chris Jones as well. You know, right. some of the free agent offensive linemen. So. Yeah. So, I mean, but for now, like Tyler, before we do actual predictions, like just real quick, like, and we could do a whole, you know, segment on this, but you know, I like to surprise you from time to time. Like, and let's just take like two minutes on this. Cause I do want to hit the actual predictions and everything in my conspiracy theory, et cetera. Are there any teams that are fringy right now that you truly like, oh, they could make a run? Like, are there any teams that you're like, that team is a lot better than their record and they have a clear path regardless of where they play to win a Super Bowl? Are there uh, any teams like that, like down towards the bottom? I mean, it'd probably be the AFC because there's so many good teams there, but the NFC is so much more easy to get through. You know, if, yeah. if you're a team like that, like, I, I don't know. I just, I, I think the only team here. The only team that you could really, really say, in my opinion, is the Bills. I, I think they're the only team right. that that truly fits that criteria, in my opinion. I think on the other side, the one team that that might get an honorable mention, if you had to pick two and and really honestly look yourself in the mirror and pick two, I think the Rams are the yeah. only other team that I could even trick myself into answering with this question. So I think it's just the Bills. I think the Bills right now have a path forward. The Dolphins, they could you know, crumble towards the end of the season here a little bit. They, they have some tough games. The bill schedule uh, isn't the worst. I, I think that, I think that the bills are the only team that really answers that question. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, and then pivoting into, you know, my actual, you know, I have this newfound like vacuum love affair with the Ravens, um, which is, which is new for me. Uh, because I've always thought until Lamar Jackson had that year where he should have been MVP, but then he got hurt. Remember, like I, I always, I always go back to that year was a couple of years ago where he learned he caught up to the passing game in the NFL, and a lot of it was jump balls and guys that he trusted to go get him. You know, whether it be Mark Andrews or otherwise. And we're seeing that this year. We saw with Odo Beckham Jr. with a huge jump ball and a huge moment of the game against Jacksonville. You know, right. he's made it to that level of you can trust him in pretty much any scenario, mm-hmm. you know, cause he's not throwing bad balls. He threw a bad ball against Jacksonville, but he's there now. I trust him over Josh Allen. And I think that with that defense, they're healthy with their bevy of running backs. And even though, you know, Keaton Mitchell got hurt, like it doesn't matter. And they've got a lot of young, fast receivers where what's my favorite. One of my favorite things to say here is if you can translate to any weather pattern, that's a huge leg up in the playoffs mm-hmm. and they can't absolutely they can play yeah, anywhere. Yep. So I think the Ravens and listen, you got, I, I got to pick the 49ers. Like at this point it's they're playing a draft your own Madden team where you can pick all the players you want. Yep. And that was great roster construction by John Lynch. And then, you know, getting super lucky by taking a flyer on Brock Purdy and it working out. Well, I, th- I think while that is lucky to a point, I think the, the real luck came from hiring Kyle Shanahan. Well, maybe and and sticking with him when things have been shaky and blah 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 because he's just so brilliant and I think Shanahan to me right now is in his Andy Reid Philadelphia Eagles face like that's where Shanahan is you know it's like this guy is so brilliant he's gotten us there a few times you know he's with the Atlanta and then with San Francisco one like obviously he's brilliant he's revolutionizing things his coaching tree is starting to impact stuff blah 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 right. but like really do it. Can he get one? And I just wonder whether Shanahan can can knock that off now or if it will be an Andy Reid situation where he has to go to a new team. And I wonder. But, yeah, right now, for me, I think I'd have to change my prediction to 
Ravens and San Francisco 49ers. I I think that's what you have. I think, like you said, I trust Lamar. And they say, sometimes they say, the proverbial they, of course. Yeah. I've heard at least before, it's not about being able to run the ball all the time. It's about being able to run the ball when you need to. Yeah. That's what it's about. Like, you're never going to just line up in literally nine, ten yards over and over in the playoffs. That's not going to happen with teams like that, especially in games that matter. But you've got to be able to run the ball when you need to, on short yardage, in the red zone, on the goal line. And because of Lamar's ability to run the ball and his willingness to do it, and it's Josh Allen gets hit so much, they can't literally run midfield quarterback sweeps on first right. down stuff. Like, the Ravens can do that with Lamar and trust him to take care of himself in the playoffs. So that ability to run the ball, like you said, that's part of the all-weather translation. That's why I feel still good about the Ravens pick. I think the the Chiefs are having a down year. I would take the Chiefs number two if I had to, but I don't believe in the Dolphins. I don't believe in the Jaguars. I think the the wild-card pack is weak with Houston and Cincy and Cleveland and Pittsburgh. I just don't believe in any of it. And Indy, I don't believe in any of them. I do believe in Lamar Jackson. And that's why I said Buffalo, too, you know? So, for me, I'm still sticking with Lamar in the Ravens. But I think right now you would be a fool to say anything other than San Francisco at this point. Yeah, well, and listen, like, before I get into my my conspiracy theory that is probably true, um, <laughs> is the Ravens' final three games, they play the 49ers this week mm-hmm. to wrap up Christmas football. Oh, we're going to talk about it. Okay, yeah. And that, we're it's in all full circle, Alex. Yeah, it's all, all coming full circle. circle. So they go 49ers, Dolphins, and then Pittsburgh. So we're going to find out a lot about this Ravens team. They lost Keaton Mitchell. It, Keaton Mitchell wasn't doing a whole lot. Okay, he showed flashes, but they have LeGarrette Blunt part good. two in their backfield. In right, Gus right. Okay, they have guys they can eat clock where it's not Lamar Jackson doing it. And they've got Odo Beckham Jr. Say what you want about him, journeyman, whatever. In big games, he shows up. He scored the first touchdown in the Super Bowl before tearing his ACL. He had a huge catch when he tore his ACL. Yep. Prime okay? time Zay Flowers is a guy you don't want to match up against. You can have a linebacker on him if they if they line up three wide or four wide. Like they've got they've got talent there. And Isaiah likely has been great as a backup. So, Tyler, let's get to the important stuff here. Have you heard the conspiracy theory that you know the NFL script is a joke now? It's it's a running joke. Even Cadell yeah, yeah, is yeah, in yeah. on it now. Right. The last couple years, and check this out, because I made Tyler look at this before, you know, we actually did this. Look at the colors of the Super Bowl logo. The last two seasons, the last two, the colors of the Super Bowl logo was one of the colors of the team that made the Super Bowl. One each. Okay, a couple years ago was orange and yellow, orange and goldy for the Ravens and Rams. Last year with... um. Who was it last year? The Chiefs and Eagles. Eagles. And Chiefs. It was it was a little bit lighter red, a little bit lighter green. But this isn't like stretching the truth. And lo and behold, Tyler, I don't want you to say anything except for color and color. What are the two colors of the Super Bowl Fifty Eight logo? They're they're purple and red. Purple and red. Okay, so that's interesting, Tyler. So go with me here. Let me ask you: What is the predominant color for the San Francisco Forty Nine ers? It's it's red. It's red. So oh, that's funny because that's one of the colors on the logo. What is the predominant color aside from black for the Ravens? It's a uh, purple, I think. That's interesting. So purple and red, what you just said, if we rewind the tape here on StreamYard as we're recording, 
you would have said that the logo colors are purple and red for the for the Super Bowl 58, right? Fair. It's fair. If that comes true, we're in a simulation. I thought that Jordan Love having the same exact numbers through 11 weeks as a starter that Aaron Rodgers did during his – to the number. That was Passing yards, touchdowns, no. record. More. They're doing it more. Yep. They're not even hey. faking it anymore. Yep. Uh, now, now it's a test to see if we notice. It's not about hiding anymore. It's seeing what can we really get away with. But all jokes aside, everybody's learned it. I think this is kind of, like I said, I think it's kind of like the Madden curse where there are some examples where it does work. Maybe some examples that don't work, but we're just going to, you know, there are more that do. There are more that do. So we'll see. But everybody along with us, I guess we'll be watching that going forward. But going forward with today's show, we got to talk about the best games of week 16, which again, could be a Super Bowl preview. So we're going to discuss all that here in just a second. Thank you making locked on nfl your first listen each and every day it's your team every day here the locked on podcast network so as you get into christmas time you want to be flexible this episode of locked on nfl thursday is brought to you by doordash and sure maybe you don't want to order food on christmas because you want the doordashians to be able to spend time at home with their family around christmas time like I'm in, I'm in San Diego visiting my dad and stepmom and sister, and we ordered DoorDash a couple nights ago because we were sitting around having an adult beverage after a long day of work outside here in San Diego. We're like, you know what? We don't want to get up. And DoorDash has fantastic options in any city that you're in. And it makes for more bandwidth. Like Tyler and I both work from home. We have multiple jobs. We work from home. Okay? And we don't have time to go out and get food if there's not food in the house. And that's why DoorDash is so amazing. What's even more amazing is you can get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend 15 bucks or more on your first order. Download the DoorDash app, enter code LOCK23. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend 15 bucks or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCK23. Subject to change, terms apply. Thursday, Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals at Clancy's Corner on Twitter. Tyler Rowland locked on Titans at Tic Tac Titans on Twitter. Thank you for making Locked on NFL your first listen each and every day, free wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. We're getting to the juicy stuff. Oh, yeah. Like around Christmas, it's kind of wonky. And like in the last couple of years, it's like just throw any football game on Saturday. It doesn't matter. It's NFL football on Saturday. And really, the NFL is starting to double down scheduling-wise. Like, they're putting very good games yeah. in prime time down the stretch. Now, it may not seem like, you know, Thursday night tonight is, like, a massive game. We talked about this. Like, it's there's playoff implications. It's a football game, though. If, yeah, if you still, don't want to watch this game, you don't like football. Like, that's how I feel. These are two 7-7 seven and seven teams. One can win their division. One has a good shot at the wild card. Like, this is the time of year. If you don't like this game, then you don't like football. That's all that it comes down to. Right. Right. And, you know, with so many teams just log jammed between six and eight wins with three wins to go, anything's possible. Anything's possible. So Mm -hmm. as we pivot here into week 16, Tyler, nobody listened to me. I listened. I listened to me. Um, We've got some massive games, just absolutely massive games. Um, I'm going to start with one because I've been a truther of this quarterback since he was drafted in 2016, whenever it was. Um, blonde kid out of California, 
Um, Jared Goff and the Lions going to play Minnesota with that. I mean, Brian Flores should get coach of the year consideration what he's been doing yeah. with that defense over in Minnesota. They don't have a lot of star power there. But Detroit going to another dome to play in a game that they need to win to keep up after that just brutal beatdown of the Denver Broncos. I'm now curious to see. It's like a case study with the Lions. Like, how far can they take this? Now there are real expectations. And Jared Goff mm-hmm. has proven that he's an absolute stud. Sam Laporta could win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Like, he probably won't, but he's he's shattering. Well, and how long Stroud is out. He's yeah, there's two tight ends. Tough. Hope he gets healthy. Yeah, for sure. And he's unlikely to play. I don't think he's going to play this week either. Uh, Laporte had three touchdowns. Um, I did circumvent that to win my fantasy football league, even though I went up against <laughs> Sam Laporta last week in the playoffs. But yeah, that's one for me. Like, that's a football fan game that I'm really looking forward to playing or watching. Yeah, yeah, no, that's an excellent one. And look, I mean, I, I'm I'm not going to bury it any longer. We we got to we got to dive right in on, on Christmas night, eight o'clock. Ravens and 49ers again, like we've been talking, could be a Super Bowl preview. Um, do you think the Ravens can go in against the 40? I mean, they're both 11 and three, but do you think the Ravens can go in into San Francisco? If the Ravens go in and beat San Francisco here, they are the clear Super Bowl favorite, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, this is going to be Brock Purdy do it again. Just do it again. It's going to be do it again until they win a Super Bowl with him, which is really yeah, unfair. No one's going to believe Brock Purdy can do it until he does it because of how improbable it all is. That's just right. what it is. Until he does it, no one's really going to believe. Me included. Me included. There's nothing that kid can do to make me really think that he's an elite quarterback that's ever taken the team to a Super Bowl. And even then, people are going to say he's Brad Johnson, he's Trent Dilfer. You know what I mean? Even then, it's going to happen. I, I don't know that he can but if he wins, it won't matter. You know what I mean? People can right. say it all they want. He won. That's all that really matters. Last lap. You know, so The majority of I, I don't know. quarterbacks are game managers in the history of football. How many, like, right. how many real right. there are less elite quarterbacks than other quarterbacks? You know, most of the decent quarterbacks in the NFL, right? If we talk about real elite quarterbacks, there's probably what five, six that are actually like real difference makers. You put them on different teams, it changes things. You know what I mean? It's probably Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson. That's it. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, that's it. Probably. You can't so, put Justin Herbert in there anymore. No, you can't. You can't. He's a really good quarterback, but yeah. he he isn't making the difference, you know? Right. So, yeah, that, that's where I'm at there. But anyways, who yeah, do you anyways. think wins, San Francisco or the Ravens? Um, Yeah, I'll talk to you after the game. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to say I mean, Ravens. I'm going to yeah, say Ravens. So I think, I they think do this it. is – it's going to be a litmus test for both. It's not really going to matter. It's going to be good for – uh for you know bravado and confidence moving forward both these teams are really good this is going to be right. fun for us you know and i want to see lamar jackson do it against that defense i want to see lamar jackson you know i want to see what this offense is going to look like moving forward cuz you got to keep lamar jackson in a cocoon of some sort you can't just have him run like like rookie year lamar jackson they've got right to they've got to have offense outside of that so yeah. you know and this is like so what are we looking for most we can take the whole segment for this like there are other good games but like Oh, there's one other game that's really good. Yeah, going. right. Um, there's just so much popcorn in this. It's like Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey together are scoring four touchdowns a game, five touchdowns a game. Like right. this is some this is Madden on easy stuff. And then when, right when you forget about it, we got Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle. So if this sec, this is going to come down to the Ravens secondary and the Ravens pass rush. Like this is going to come down to the Ravens defense as a faction. They shut down Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence fumbled the ball a couple times without anybody touching him, which helped, but. 
I think this is going to be the Ravens' defense game to win if they're going to win it. It's got to be lower scoring. You can't outscore San Francisco. You just right. can't do it. So that's what it would come down to. I do think San Francisco is going to win. Um, this is their first real look at us, Brock Purdy, let's go test down the stretch yes. for the number one yes. seed. Well, they so say we'll the teams improve and get better. You know what I mean? Like, that's what football is all about. I know Mike Vrabel, listening to the Titans and the press conference and stuff like that, Mike Vrabel is always saying it's about improving throughout the year. And that seems to be a common theme that NFL coaches say, and it only makes sense as well. You you should get better as the season goes along. That's what good teams are going to do. So right now, these games, there's no, like, Chiefs lost to the Colts last year in the first couple of weeks. You know what I mean? There's none of that. These teams should be good now. They should have improved to be really good now. So I think this game matters. Um, And very rarely do two teams – I'm going to steal the lead for you. Very rarely do two teams play each other on the road and at home, neither of whom employees have to pay state income tax. This case, the Dallas Cowboys and Miami Dolphins in South Beach. Tyler, I stole it, but I'm going to lead you into it. This is Dak Prescott coming off his worst performance of the year in Buffalo against a team who had been, you know, the San Francisco 49ers of six weeks ago who couldn't win a yep. game. Everything looks dysfunctional. And then you see Josh Allen like, all right, giddy up, and look at what's happened with Ken Dorsey out. Like, things are changing, okay? The Cowboys were perfect since losing to the to, to the Cardinals in week three. They've been pretty much perfect. They've been the best offense in the NFL, one of them. You know, everything's been running on all cylinders, CeeDee Lamb, whatever. And the Dolphins can't beat good teams. So – who wins? Like, I know this is going to be fun. Let's start with who wins this game, and then you tell me why. Let's go backwards. I think Dallas. I think Dallas wins. I think Dallas beats them up in the trenches. Uh, I, I just think it's funny that the Dolphins lost a bad game, played terrible, really, against the Titans, and then they got the bounce back against the Jets and drove them 30 to nothing. The Cowboys play bad against Buffalo, and they got to go down to South Beach and play Miami. So that's that's a tough road to hoe. But I think I think Dallas finds a way to uh, to get back to good. Well, I mean, Tyreek Hill's health is the biggest concern here. Um, you know, Raheem Mostert has 20 touchdowns this year. He had 19 in his career up until this year. Uh, career resurgence for him, fantastic for him. He can never stay healthy. He always had huge starts of the year and then we get hurt. Devon Achan's been a, a revelation. Like, I wonder if they're going to get to a point with Tyreek Hill being hobbled that they're going to turn into a run first team and say, you know what? We're going to beat you by death of a thousand cuts instead of, you know, an eight-yard slant to the house for 80 yards. I don't think you know, they can like, run that way consistently. Well, we, we don't know yet. You know, and I think it'll set up the play action a little bit more. Like, this is what Tua, like, in college, Tua always had a good run game. And they set up the play action. Tua was able to do what he did with the bevy of NFL receivers that he had at his disposal. Mm-hmm. It could kind of be like that. And that's something that could pivot people's trust in this team going into cold weather if you can run the ball. You know, like, yeah. the big knock on them is if you can't throw the ball down the field, you, you can beat the Dolphins. If you can stop yeah. them from that, if they can run the ball with their two-headed monster, they have Salvin Ahmed in there. They've got so many running backs that you know they could utilize, and maybe they can get a win that way. But I agree; I think it's going to be Dallas for the win. Absolutely. Well, that's going to do it for a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. Uh, as I always say, start your weekend early. Stay safe out there.